Tucker on him. Throws it up for eight. Shot blocked by Antetokounmpo. What a block from Giannis. 17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. And they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome. That's for damn sure. Yes, 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 yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Live. Joined with my guy, Swerving Irving, Washington. No big ball and Ben tonight. He's on the IL. Uh, he'll be back Sunday, hopefully. <clears throat> yeah, lay off the churches again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully he didn't eat churches, man. That's all bad. But, man, uh, here we are. It's Tuesday night. Crazy day of baseball today. Uh, Devin Williams blows a save. Twins win. Uh, A's. Seven in a row, baby, and two in a row against Tampa. Who would have ever thought in a night where they sell 28,000 tickets, the reverse boycott? And I seen a tweet that if you, I'm doing this winning streak, if you bet $100 this on, guy. on the A's money line, you'll be up about 60 racks right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, like they're plus 200 dogs every day, dude. So. I mean, imagine if you've been fading them those seven games, bro. <laughs> You're down a lot, <laughs> dude. You're down a lot. So, uh, man, it's been a wild, wild day of baseball, man. And uh, hoping I bounce back, man. I ne- I can never win on a walk off, bro. But I always lose on walk offs, bro. Like that's just the luck I have. That's horrible. Have fucking. Brewers money line up five three going into the ninth. Devin Williams coming in. I'm like, all right, this one's over, bro. This we good. Fucking gives up four runs without even getting an out, dude. Unbelievable. But yeah. anyways, you'll probably see Devin Williams do this once every uh, blue moon. Yeah, I mean the odds of that happening are slim to none. But it happened, and uh, here we are. Uh, so we got three games we're gonna break down, go in depth with roundtable. And uh, we got a we got three good ones, I think. Three good spots, three good games. First one we're gonna talk about is the Blue Jays versus the Orioles. Um, this is gonna be played at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Toronto sending Jose Barrios to the mound, who's six and four on the year with a three point six one ERA, one point two three WHIP. He'll be opposing Kyle Bradish, who's two and two on the year with a four point two five ERA, three point three six WHIP. Uh, currently, the Blue Jays are minus 115, Orioles minus 105. The total is at nine, juice to the under, minus 120. What's your thoughts on this one, Irv? Um, this one is going to, it depends, but it could be a pitching duel or it could like tonight's game, uh, <laughs> damn slugfest. So, um, well, Kramer is, I forgot his, I don't know, I think it's the first five. I got to look at him again, but I think if he doesn't get rocked in, like, his first two to three innings, he could be a pretty good, he, he could have a pretty good outing, but. Bradish? It's like, 
Mm-hmm. You mean Kyle Bradish? I mean Kyle Bradish, yeah. If he gets if they get to him early, it's gonna be bad. But if he could get through the lineup once, maybe twice without giving up a bunch of runs, then that's when his stuff kicks in and he can get you a good strong six, seven in and outing. So it all depends on um what Kyle Bradish you can get. I know he pitches a little better at home than he does on the road, but for some reason, man, when he's on the mound, the Orioles are, when I when I back the Orioles when he's on the mound, they have a one. So I'm gonna stay away from this game. Um, I mean, I like Bradish dude. He has like electric stuff, and his last outing against Milwaukee went five innings, gave up six hits, three earned, but he had ten strikeouts. Yeah, and. He had a in that game. He had a point one nine xFIP, dude. Like basically, like he just had a lot of bad luck because every ball that was hit was a fucking hit, dude. Like it wasn't getting fielded and and turning the out. So I think there's a little bit of positive regression coming his way. And I mean, let's let's face it, dude. He faced a Texas Rangers lineup, went six and two thirds, gave up an earned only one earned run. Uh. Against the Angels, six and two thirds, one earned run, five Ks. So I mean, this guy, bro, Bradish is he's good. He's good. Is in his numbers, his uh, advanced numbers say he's a lot better than than what his uh, actual ERA is. Yeah. So his XFIP three point nine eight four eleven Sierra. Um, and he's giving he's not giving up a lot of hard contact either. So. I think that's very important. And and the good thing about this spot for the Orioles, too, is they didn't have to use Yannir Cano or or uh, Felix Bautista today because they had such a huge lead. So those two guys are both available tomorrow. You know, so I think that's, uh, that's, that's huge in terms of that. And the Blue Jays, like, let's face it, dude, this team cannot hit with runners in scoring position, dude, like, yeah, since that twenty to one victory over the Tampa Bay on May twenty third, they've scored a total of six runs. Well, not six. Well, five. They scored seven eight. in their last game. So you include tonight, they've scored six. Oh no, it's not showing the one where they scored seven. But yeah, ever since that twenty to one game, basically this offense ain't been the same. Yeah, it's been been nasty man so uh with that being said i seen them had the bases loaded no outs i forgot who they was playing it was a strikeout then a double play i mean tonight dude they had runners on they had runners on first and second and then they had bichette vlad and chapman come up and neither of those guys got a hit like that's just that's just where they're at dude and like obviously that's gonna regress I mean, positive regress for them, right? Like those, they're gonna get some hits in those spots, but, um, yeah, man, it's a uh, that's nasty work right there. Yeah, it's a little tough. Bradish has not faced the the Orioles yet this year, uh, and Barrios has. I mean, I'm sorry, Bradish hasn't faced the Blue Jays, and Barrios hasn't faced the Blue Jays. So these both times they're gonna Ooh. see them. Um, Barrios. Man, Barrios has been really good since basically the start of May. I mean, he's only given up two or more earned. I mean, he's only given up more than two earned in one start since since May 8th or May 6th. I'm sorry, May 6th. So he's been pretty solid, man. Like, 
Yeah, he's been pitching good on the road too. His uh, last three road start, his last three road games, he's going seven innings, basically five and two thirds. So that's six innings. And then against the Mets, he went six innings. And he only gave up a total of two runs in all three of those starts. And one against Minnesota, he went five and two thirds and give up no runs. So, yeah, this is he's been a big, a bright spot for him, I honestly, because. Bassett and what's his name being super consistent. He's been very consistent. And Manoa, we know he's in uh, Florida training. So um, hopefully uh, CC Sabathia Jr. can get his stuff together and uh, lose some weight and come back and dominate. Yeah. And, uh, man, it's just tough. This offense, though, man, the way they're hitting the ball right now with runners in scoring position, you just can't back them. It's either. You fade them or you bet the under. Well, nah, you can't even bet the under because today, games like today, they get fucking porched by the Orioles offense. But the Orioles, they they was due for a big, they was due for some uh a, a good outing at the plate because all that offense is pretty damn good. It's just sometimes they're hitting the ball and sometimes they're not. Yeah, and, and Barrios uh Against lefties, two eighty three average, three fifty woba. So he's not very good against lefties. He's better against righties. He also has a four point four ERA on the road this year, um, compared to two point three seven at home. So I mean, yeah, and maybe look at those three quality starts on the road too. The uh, Twins' offense is terrible. The Mets' day offense is. Boom or bust, and yeah. well, that twenty to one win against the Tampa Bay that was probably their game of the year. So, yeah, I mean, surprisingly, Toronto since May twenty second on the road against right handed pitching one forty seven WRC plus and that's 326 plate appearances. Um. And keep in mind, Blue Jays as a pretty dominant right-handed lineup, and Kyle Bradish is actually, I mean, he hasn't he has a three twenty-five wOBA against righties, three fifteen wOBA against lefties, three seventy-four ERA at home compared to four point six on the road. Hmm. No, it's saying it could be tricky, but I just can't trust the uh, Toronto bats right now, man. Yeah. It's either for me, it's either you go Baltimore, money line, or just stay away. I think as a dog, I think you I think you have to play Baltimore at home yeah. in this spot. I don't especially think that, especially with that value. Yeah. I don't think that the uh I don't think Toronto's a deserves to be a favorite on the road against and with this matchup, in my opinion. So, I actually, I like the O's minus 105. I don't know if I'm, I'll am i play it, but I do kind of like that, man. Dude, they just like, Chapman hasn't been good in a month. Whit Mirafield's been good. Brandon Belt's on the IL now, and he was like, really, he was starting to heat up. Mm-hmm. Dalton Varsho, he's, he's been hitting a little bit better. Um... Springer been striking out like no other, nobody's business. Yeah, he does hit curveballs really well, though, and Kyle Bradish is a heavy curveball pitcher, but that's his best pitch. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrels are giving up eight homers. Bradish giving up five. Uh, 51 6. Bradish has 51 strikeouts, 16 walks. And Barrios has 70 strikeouts and 24 walks. 22%. But like you said, Bradish has big time swing miss type shit. So yeah, if he's it, on, he's going to be tough to hit. Yeah. Let's Toronto's. Radish. Forty two percent ground ball rate, thirty four percent fly ball. Toronto. Basically the same, 42, 36. So Babbitt, 308 Babbitt, dude, that's 157 ISO. Yeah, I, I still like the Orioles in this spot, man. I I just don't think, I think this line is wrong. I think the wrong team is favored here. Yeah. <clears throat> The world's hot. The winners are they basically won five out of their last six. And the offense has been clicking, so yeah, they're starting to heat up after they were they they had like a really cold stretch when Cedric Mullins first got hurt. Now they're starting to heat up again. Yeah, Mount Castle being out has been a blessing. Yep. I mean, dude, he was he was really cold. He was ice cold, man. That dude just like he goes through He's such a streaky hitter, man. Like, he'll go through a streak where he'll hit fucking 16 RBIs in a week and a half, and then he'll go, like, a month without getting a hit. Yeah, it's too, it's too hot and cold, buddy. You got to find some even kill. Yep. All right, let's move over to uh, <clears throat> the Angels and Rangers. Angels are coming off two Ws against, uh, against the Rangers. Aggression is hitting the Rangers like a ton of bricks right now this week. Yep. But I mean, it, it was coming, dude. They were, yeah, like, they were, they were hitting three thirty with runners in scoring position. I mean, a lot of the stuff they were in. Dane Dunning had like a two point seven six ERA, but like his numbers all said he should, he should have had like a four point seven six ERA. Yeah, Shohei <laughs> bought out that game. Yeah, you, two dingers. Um, so, like I said, the Angels won 7-3 today. They won 9-6 last night against the Rangers. In extra um, the Angels are sending Reed Detmers to the to the mound. He's 1-5 with a 4.79 ERA. He's coming off his first win of the year in, in his last start. Um, he is, uh, and then he'll be opposing Andrew Heaney, who's 4-4 four four with a 4.14 ERA, 1.25 whip. Currently, the Angels uh, plus $1.20 on the money line. Rangers minus a dollar forty five and the totals at nine and a half. What do you think about this one, Irv? Um, I think it's gonna be a home run derby because <laughs> both of these pitchers are boom or bust. They strike out a lot of batters, they walk a lot of batters, and they both give up home runs. 
and both of these teams pretty much kill left-handed pitching. So yeah, it's either, it's either going to be a three to two, four to two type game, or it's going to be like another nine to six, nine to eight. Should I can see this one getting in the double digits on both teams as far as runs because um, the Detmers is he he's either good or bad, and when he's bad, he's really bad. And Andrew Haney is the same way. And then when Haney gives up runs, he gives up multiple home runs, multiple extra base hits, crooked. So when you hit Haney, you put up crooked letters in the inning. So. Yeah, Reed Detmers, I mean, he's coming off his best start of the year, and he, he didn't even go six innings, dude. He didn't have a quality start. Yeah, so I'll be shocked if this one don't go over. That's probably might be one of my best bets to over for this game. But, man, Reed Detmers, his XFIP is really good. His Sierra is under four. Heaney, his XFIP is 4.34, and his Sierra is 4.3. 32% hard hit rate. Uh, <clears throat> Denver's last, besides, well, his first win, besides that, four runs, three runs, three runs, two runs. And Haney's and, not good against righties either, dude. Yeah, and then Haney, his last two starts, he's gave up three runs, three runs. He did pretty good against Baltimore. Won seven innings, only gave up one run. Is Mike Trout playing tomorrow? Because he didn't play today. He didn't play today, and tomorrow I don't see him on the injury list, so he might be playing tomorrow. Probably just rested in the day. Man, both these bullpens are probably taxed too. Because yeah, today, um. Who pitched for the who, – who came out of the – The bullpen. Angels had various start. He went 4-1, 4-1, 4-1, 4-1, 4-1-thirds. Her get pitched, Loop, Soriano, Webb, and Estevez got to say – well, did he get – they didn't give him a save. But he came in and closed it out, pitched um, two-thirds of an inning. And then the Rangers – Bradford went four. Uh, White pitched two innings. Berg pitched two innings. Leclerc pitched a one and a third. And King pitched one and a third. So Loop is definitely not going to pitch tomorrow, which is probably a good thing for them. Uh, Steve is definitely not going to pitch tomorrow. He pitched the last two days. And he's thrown – well, actually, he only threw seven pitches today. So he's only thrown 31 pitches the last two days. So he might be available. Mm-hmm. Jacob Webb. Likely unavailable as he's thrown almost 40 pitches the last two days. Uh, Jose Soriano, he'll be available. He only pitched today. Who pitched who pitched for the Rangers? I mean, their bullpen stinks, though. Yeah, their bullpen terrible, but White, Burke, LeClerc, and King. LeClerc probably has their, the best stuff of their whole bullpen, too. Yeah, and he uh, threw 24 pitches, um, 1K, gave up. He had three iron runs, though. He'll probably be available. Will Smith will be available. Yeah, I think they, just, they basically had a bullpen game today. 
But the bullpens, both bullpens might be a little taxing. I don't think uh, well, one of Anaheim's high leverage guys won't be available, and maybe Burke might not be available. Yeah, Burke probably unavailable. Nah, he'll be available. Well, he, oh, no, no, he didn't pitch yesterday, so he only threw 22 pitches tonight, so he might be available. Yeah. The only guy that probably not available for uh, – I think everyone's going to be available for the Rangers, to be honest. Not that that's a good thing, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because this bullpen, I'm looking at their ERAs, and oh, damn. Yeah, no, their bullpen's definitely their, their biggest weakness. Yeah, Burke with Clark and King all damn near have an ERA over three. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to the Rangers. I mean, I think the Angels might be able to sweep them, though, too. True. Like, this is a... Because they, they crush lefties. That they do. So they have a 116 WRC plus against lefties, 170 ISO. And Andrew Heaney against right-handed pitching, 334 Woba against 10 home runs, which is basically one, he's given up 1.71 home runs per nine innings against right-handed hitters. And the Angels' lineup is basically all right-handed hitters. Except for Shohei. And, uh, damn, that's pretty much it. Because, wait, ain't one of their dudes a switch hitter? Uh, No, but they they – Mickey Moniak's a lefty, but okay, yeah, him, him. He man. probably won't be, he probably won't be out there against the lefty. And the Angels are hot right now, dude. Yeah, they're swinging some hot bats. And Reed Detmer is coming off his best start. I mean, yeah, he might be onto someone with the over. I just like I'm looking at Reed Detmer's numbers and his. Underlying metrics are a lot better than than what his numbers actually say. 3.87 XFIP uh, and a 3.91 Sierra. He faced Texas earlier this year in, on May 6th, went four innings, gave up three earned. He had seven Ks, though, in four innings, dude. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got good, good stuff. It's just... When he gets hit, he gets crushed. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But the more you, like you said, who do you trust a little more right now? I think you trust. Uh, definitely trust the Angels more. You definitely trust the Angels more, especially with that big question mark with the Rangers bullpen. Because the Angels bullpen isn't good, but it's definitely been better than the Rangers bullpen. Yeah. Let's see something real quick. Shout out to the Oakland A's again, though. Yes, sir. Bringing back the money ball vibes. So last the last week for Texas offensively, 97 WRC+, plus, which is under average, Negative 1.7 weighted runs against average. 267 Babbitt, 177 ISO. 24% K rate. Mm. 
I just think... Bro, I think the Angels might be able to take this game, dude. I mean, I know it's, it's a tough spot to back the Angels considering they're coming off back-to-back -back wins, but, man, they hit lefties well. You don't trust Andrew Haney. They got a pretty much all right-handed lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for the value and the last two days what we watched, yeah, I think the Angels might be a safe, safe route to go here, money line. Plus one fifteen. How many games back are the Philly? I mean, are the Angels in of first place? They are. Four and a half. Dude, this would be a big win, bro. Yeah, it would. Being only three and a half back. They might not have to trade Shohei. Trade Shohei at the deadline. Bro, they're not going to trade him. Even if they were fucking six back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they were ten back. Uh, the Seattle Mariners are 33 and 33. Who would have thought? Yeah, seriously. All right, let's talk about uh, our next game. We got the Phillies versus the Diamondbacks. Um, <laughs> Phillies, I mean, just absolutely slaughtered the D-backs today, 15-3. to three. Uh, Phillies going to send Ranger Suarez to the mound. He's 1-2 with a 4.7 ERA and a 1.43 whip. He'll be opposing Merrill Kelly, who's 8-3 with a 2.92 ERA and a 1.10 whip. Philly plus $1.10 on the money line. Arizona minus 130. Uh, the total's at eight and a half here, juice to the over minus 120. Uh, you know, I'm a big proponent off of backing teams that get blown out. Good teams, that is. Backing good teams that get blown out. And uh, off of L. And I think this is a good spot to take the Diamondbacks here. Like, I was on the Phillies on Monday. I, I You know, I, I said it on tap room, and I, I thought it was a great spot, and I got great closing line value. Phillies ended up closing as a, a slight favorite. Um, they were up five to one, and they ended up losing the game. And uh, part of my reasoning of backing them was, you know, the Diamondbacks. I felt like their their bullpen was taxed, and uh, you know, I just felt like it was it was a perfect spot to back Philly. Well, now after today, the Diamondbacks bullpen. Who did they end up throwing today, Irv? They threw. Ruiz, Mantiply, and Rojas. Damn, Mantiply back too. Um, today they threw him. Yeah, he went three innings, gave up four runs, threw forty-eight pitches. So they'll have Chaffin, they'll have Castro available. <laughs> They're high leverage guys. Um, Ruiz went two innings, threw thirty-nine pitches, only gave up one run. Rojas. Um, one inning, five hits, four earned, and he threw 15 pitches. His ERA is 36. What? <laughs> Hold on. He's a, he's a position player, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's a position player. So it was just a little added on. Yeah, it's a best of BP. Yeah, man, I, I think this is a good spot. Ranger, I mean, Ranger Suarez is fucking. Yeah, dude is mad as fuck. Um. He reminds me of Chris Flexing, so you already know what I think about him. 
And Merrill Kelly is hands down the Arizona's second best pitcher. And if you look at his starts, majority of his starts have been quality starts for sure. And the only thing with Merrill is sometimes he gets his control might get away from him a little bit and he walks some batters. But other than that, dude has been pretty damn good this year. Yeah, Philly's definitely better against righties too. The 102 WRC plus against righties. 152 ISO. Um, let's see here. His last three starts, besides the Detroit start where he was at Detroit, he gave up three runs and a six and one third. And then, then before that, against ATL, he pitched a gym, went seven innings. Damn, Merrill Kelly's actually, he has reverse splits, dude. Righties are better against him than lefties. Damn. 255 Woba against lefties, 300 Woba against righties. And the Phillies do got a lot of left-handed batters. But they do got some right-handed guys, too, that can hit the ball. Yeah, but they're, I mean, you know, Harper, Brandon Marsh, who's arguably their best hitter this year, Kyle Mm -hmm. Schwarber, all lefties. Yep. And Castellanos and Wesson and Grimuso have been inconsistent as hell, so. Yeah. Uh, Ranger Suarez is coming off his best start of the two best starts of the year though, because he really got knocked around his first like three starts. Yeah, his last two starts though, only gave up one earned in six against the Dodgers and then one earned in seven against the Nationals, who are a good left-handed hitting team. He does have yeah, a three point five six xFIP, and he has a four oh four Sierra. So his underlying metrics are a little better than. Thing. But the Diamondbacks score 15 runs tomorrow. That means a good – I mean, the Phillies score 15 runs today, so it's a good chance they might not even score one run tomorrow. Yeah, I think that – I like – I think this is a good spot for the Diamondbacks here, minus 130. I, I think it's a good bounce-back spot. Um, Might even look towards the under. I think this could be an under game. Yeah, and the Baby Snakes are at home. Under eight and a half. I know that's kind of low, but the Diamondbacks against lefties, 105 WRC plus, 166 ISO, 330 Wobus. I mean, they're they're not bad against lefties, but the three games ahead of the Dodgers right now. Yep. Since May 1st against left-handed hitting, I mean left-handed pitching, Arizona, 115 WRC plus, 189 ISO. They've been a lot better since Cattell Marte got back. Yeah. He kind of changes things because he's another right-handed yeah. bat for them. I like the Diamondbacks in this spot. Yeah, I agree. I like the D-backs too. I think that, that might be a good one. But damn, Ranger Suarez is... Kind of pitching well again. Because when he's good, he's good. Yeah, and when he's bad, it's all bad. But I mean, like last year, he had a 3.65 ERA. The year before that, he had a 1.36 ERA. And like he started off the year, he came off the injured list and he had a few rough outings, but it's kind of bounced back, dude, his last two starts. 
I might play the under eight and a half here. Okay. But damn, dude, I don't trust either of these fucking bullpens. That's what I'm saying. These bullpens are terrible. Both bullpens are since May 1st. Let's see where they're at. Since May 1st, Phillies 3.75 ERA out of their bullpen. Arizona 3.61. Not not too terrible. This last, these last couple of games, though. Swing and miss. I mean, let <laughs> I me mean, uh, bring it. Yeah. So, for the full season, Arizona 15th in bullpen ERA. Philly is 20th, 4.23. I kind of like the under 8.5. That might be my play here. I kind of like the Diamondbacks. All right. Let's go, y'all. Let's get some best bets for tomorrow. What you like? Uh, my best bets from the games we talked about. I'm gonna stick with the over for the uh, Angels and the Rangers because what's that at nine and a half? It's at nine and a half. I think Haney's gonna get rocked. Devers might give up three or four. I think Haney might give up like five or six. <laughs> so I like the over for that game and give me the Orioles money line. Those. Money line minus 105. I like it. Uh, for my best bet, I'm going to go Angels money line plus 115 and D-backs minus 130. D-backs being my favorite spot. I know Rangers been good, but I think they bounce back. Also, might look for uh first five under as well i'd like that if it's at four four and a half i would definitely play that as well nice yeah. merrill kelly also not as good at home as he is on the road for some reason something to... oh so you got those reverse splits Got the reverse home road splits. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. I'm trying to see who, but he did. I mean, at home, he's faced a lot better teams. He's faced Miami actually rocked him for four runs and San Diego and the Dodgers. <clears throat> and on the road, he's faced Detroit, Pittsburgh, Oakland, Colorado, St. Louis and the Dodgers. He has way more home starts. The Brewers are fucking trash, bro. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, make sure to go to Twitter at Taproom underscore sports. Like or follow so you get all the new information on all the shows when we're popping off uh subscribe on youtube go to youtube search taproom sports podcast
subscribe to our page so we can actually get a fucking link. Um, that being said, I'll be back Friday night with Aaron Kidd. We'll be breaking down some games for Saturday. Um, let's get to the window tomorrow, man. Let's all have a beautiful, blessed Wednesday. Let's get this fucking money, man. For Swerving Irving Washington, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lads, we'll catch y'all later. Peace. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the Golden Knights. Fuck the Knights. <laughs> Fuck them.